Live from New York, it's unfortunately us. How long is this song? God damn! There we go. We got it. We got it. It doesn't matter. I just edit in the actual song when it's when it's over, so it doesn't fucking matter. Anyhow, guys, welcome to the fifty-four. You've been editing those out every time. Yeah. Yes, I have. (laughs) God, you are a piece of shit, Joseph. You're the piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. All right. All right. Today we got Lazarus Almeida, Matthew Berg, and Chase Fry with us on the fifty-four podcast. Everybody, welcome. Um, Today we're just going to be talking about some random bullshit as we usually do uh but with a bit more insight this time so if you guys don't know laz is now a uh, main member of the 54 um we met in high school we've been close friends since so uh he's going to be joining permanently uh on almost every broadcast going forward um laz would you like to in- introduce matthew uh since you uh you know have been close oh. to him yeah i mean matt berg I mean, he can introduce himself, I'm sure, but he is one of my best friends from college. He's actually just recently graduated um, from Rowan University, and he's planning on becoming a teacher in the near future whenever life actually returns to normal. Um, on the a side, he likes... Children? Huh? A teacher of children? Um, in some ways, I'm sure. <laughs> well, well, I was asking him, not you, Les. Are you the one oh. becoming a teacher? Well, no, I, th- I thought I was still introducing him. That's what I started with. I started with, can oh, you my. introduce himself? You know what? I'm going to introduce myself, guys. There you go. Yeah. Alright, guys, my name, is, my name is Matt. Matthew is on my birth certificate, but yeah, pretty much I graduated Rowan University to, be, to become a high school teacher in the field of history. Alright. Oh, that's cool. What would you say is your fav- favorite historical period? Yo, I'll be honest with you. Like in in middle school, I had this one teacher, and he would talk about the pyramids, and I was just so f- I was so fucking fascinated. Like I was, so, I was like, how? Yeah, so like like uh, Egypt, Rome, like around that time period. But really, from like from like teaching, like U.S. history, I really like U.S. history a lot more. Oh, yeah, actually, uh, Berg, didn't you intern at a place where you had to dress up as a colonial person for, like, every every day you went in? Yo, I'm glad you brought that up. So I took this one class in college called, like, Internship in History, and we had to do internships in public history, such as, like, museums and, like, historical societies. And I interned at this place in Trenton called the Old Barracks Museum, and I didn't know we had to dress up, but we had to dress up in like colonial uniforms. Oh my god! That... So literally, I was wearing I was wearing tights, bro. That's the only time I'll ever wear tights. That's like a colonial Williamsburg. I remember when I went yes. back there, like all those places, everybody's in the entire town is dressed like period accurately. It's, it's how did the tights feel on your thighs? Because I know if you get the right pair of tights, they feel very good on your thighs. <laughs> Honestly, bro, like these tights—they did not feel good, man. They did not feel. Bro, there's like these, you have to wear these things called like breeches. It's weird. So like, I'll describe this to you. You wear like these long ass wool socks and they go up to like your quad. Oh, that's how fucking high they go. Look, I've already, I've already learned, the first time we've had a teacher on the podcast, I've already learned something. It's probably the most Chase has learned in a while. It's like, this is how like. the most I've learned in months. 
<laughs> yeah, like how these people dressed is like so in depth, man. There's like, there's like seven steps to this. Like, you, like on the torso, you wear like three layers, and then like, on like for the pants, you wear like two layers, and then you wear these uncomfortable. Like, you ever seen the the box with the Quaker person on it with the oatmeal? Shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Literally, I dressed like that. Oh fucking hell! And you could you imagine that people like. Only 200 years ago, like, would dress like that every day. They had to get ready every day, putting all yep. of that shit on. That's fucking insane, dude. Like, at first, it took me 20 minutes to put all that shit on, but, like, when I was, like, in, got the hang of it, it took, like, two minutes. Oh, my fucking hell. Still, though. I, I would mean, just walk around naked. Yeah, then, and then we learned, like, musket drills, and I was able to shoot a musket. That was pretty cool. I've heard those are loud as fuck. I can't really Oh, remember. my, bro. They are so loud. The first... Like, the first time they shot one, like, I literally, like, ducked for cover, man. It was scary. <laughs> Wait, a real musket? <laughs> like, it's not yeah, like, like a real musket, isn't it? Yeah, like, oh, that, I think it's not like a musket from that time, but, like, it's just, like, they just, like, remade, it's like a model. Oh, it's like a, a recreation. Yeah, like, we learned musket drills, and then it was just very intense. And, like, loading it, it's like such a tedious ass process. How long would you say it takes to load a musket, in your professional opinion? So like, a, a good a good like a uh, soldier is able to load it twice in a minute. Really? It's it's weird. So you have the gunpowder, and it's like it's in this like pouch or whatever, and you like bite you like you like bite the tip off. That sounds wrong as fuck. No, but like. You pretty much, <laughs> you pretty much bite it off. And everyone then, like, knows like, you're talking about musket powder, not penises. Hey man, it's it's tw hey it's 2020 man. I don't question <laughs> these things anymore. I, yeah, look, sure, <laughs> but you still shouldn't be biting tips off. <laughs> hey man, hey man, just, just not right? there yet. We're just not there yet. <laughs> we should never get there. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair, Chase. You were saying that, like, the loading process, what are you saying? You bite the tip off, and then what? Yeah, like, you yeah. bite off the, the, the packet of, like, the, the, the gunpowder, and then you, like, okay. pour then you like pour it in, then the, with, like, with the musket ball. And then, like, after, there's, like, this rod on the bottom, and you, like, take, and you pack it in. That I've seen, yeah, I've seen people actually do the packing process. And, and you shoot, bro, that shit is so, like... It's so difficult, and if you really wanted to, you could put the rod in the in the musket and shoot the rod out. But why would you do that? Could yeah, you, wait, like, hold on. So you're saying that they could have been launching what could, is basically a spear at people? Bro, it's, like a it's like a harpoon. Yeah, yeah. You, you can. It like yeah. it fits, man. Yeah, but like muskets from those days didn't have rifling, so you just shoot it and it'd go like in every fucking direction. Yeah, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be accurate at all. Now, yeah, what's up? What's something that you? What's a very interesting thing that you learned from your time at this internship? Like, what, what would you say is something about the about New Jersey in particular? Because it was in Trent, New Jersey, right? Yeah, what would you say so, is something that you know is so, something that people wouldn't really know too much about from that time period that you think you know people should? Bro, that like smallpox. I feel like we what we like learn about smallpox, but like a lot of people don't know like how deadly of a disease that that actually was. Like this museum, like they were they did this thing called like inoculations, and it's pretty much the equivalent to like a modern day vaccine. Mm -hmm. And like in this like uh, barracks was used as as a hospital to treat uh, smallpox for soldiers. Damn, 
Really? Yeah, so there's like all these like back then all the med a lot of the medical stuff, it didn't work, man. It just yeah, didn't like, there's a thing called bloodletting. Oh yeah. Thank yeah. God we don't we don't That's do that. Anymore, like, but open small wounds on you until like they all the bad blood would come out right or something like that oh yeah with like with the with the humors yeah they did it to do washington do we not do that anymore <laughs> no chase <laughs> i hope i hope not i, think we I mean are you doing that? that i think i need to sue my doctor chase if you do you're, you're getting tortured <laughs> yeah i need to i need to bring a lawsuit against my doctor <laughs> you good chase he's using medieval practices on me what what other medieval practices has this motherfucker been using on you? I don't want to talk about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. He's not a good doctor. I do not have the clearance to talk about it. <laughs> I, signed a, I signed a non-disclosure agreement we'll saying talk. I couldn't talk about the things my doctor does to me. We'll talk about it in court. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Which, by the way, I, I found a good way to loop you in, Chase. Um, Matt, you mentioned earlier that you were really interested in the pyramids when you were younger, right? Yeah. So I was actually wondering, from your professional perspective, how do you think the pyramids were built? Because this is a point of oh debate boy. for a lot of people, including us. It's not a point <laughs> of debate. It's Look, a historical Matt, fact. We've gotten got along up until this point, but I'm worried this is going to be the great divide in our friendship. Honestly, uh, man, like, it's just so weird because I can't, Im I can't imagine how they like carry the stones like up to like build it in the structure. Very like how, how they like built it like curving in like that everyone says aliens i find that interesting though it definitely could have been maybe but well it definitely so. was oh no yeah. it definitely wasn't <laughs> well it was last <laughs> all right there there is historical evidence that the people who cut these huge ass blocks move them through the sand there is evidence of them moving it they even buried the people who built them in the t in the pyramids are you denying or near them near them my bad. are you denying ancient aliens um i'm denying history channel area 51 yeah area 52 <laughs> uh, no no have you, have you guys did you guys ever see the looney tunes movie where yeah that's right that's why i made the area reference. 52 yeah oh weird. my god i watched it the other day i was reminded of it Brennan Fraser, whatever happened to him? Uh, he's actually in that uh, DC show, uh, Doom Patrol, or whatever. He plays that big robot. But which one we call it? I was actually gonna, I was gonna mention uh, that you know, like Chase, you know how they actually cut those stones down, right? Like how they flatten them. Or did I explain that to you? Because you know well, how on the inside, your ex I'm sure your explanation has a lot of science and fact and fun <laughs> behind it. But I'm gonna tell you what really happened. Okay. And that's all you need to know. That's how they were made. What do you? So you have no other theory for how they they could have possibly built it? Um, no. Just aliens. There's no other logical explanation. Okay. <laughs> we we couldn't even build pyramids until recently. Like That's we didn't true. understand it. That's not how true. Are, how are these ancient people supposed Listen, to? Listen, man. Do I build a pyramid every single time I use the bathroom. Well, I you need oh, to go to the hospital. <laughs> You need help. No, I, know, I can I'm refer good. you to a doctor. <laughs> no, I don't want to see your doctor. <laughs> His doctor has those good, uh, good tactics and you know, all those those techniques. So, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it'll be an interesting trip to the doctor for sure. Listen, man. You know, it's like, you know, I was uh, I was always interested by that that story because it's just for a lot of people, it is like a point of debate, even though there is fact behind it. 
a lot of people are very adamant that there's no way people in that era could have possibly built something like that. Although yeah, it seems relatively simple because it's a pyramid. So, like, you only have to well, build... it's not simple. Yeah, well, I mean... Okay, I'm going to give you some stones. I'm going to give you a lot of giant stones, Joseph, and you build me a pyramid as good as that look, one. I'm not and saying I, will, I could and do then it. And I will admit to you that there are no aliens, but look, until look, that, look. aliens did it. I'm not saying I could do it. What I'm saying is this civilization existed before wheels. They didn't have wheels, and they managed to they, be able to what, build. Wait, hold on. They definitely wait, had wheels. No, no, no. Wait. Ancient Egypt didn't have wheels. They used sleds. Oh, right. oh, wait, hold on. All right, uh, let's let Bird cut in here. Did wheels exist in ancient Egypt? Bro, no. Nah, I didn't want to say anything about this. I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> plead the fifth. Right. I, I mean, you could you could look it up if you want. It's 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 genuine. They they couldn't come up with an axle strong enough. Like it wasn't the wheel itself. It was the fact that there were no axles that could support the weight of the things they wanted to transport. Again, that's for like wheels whatever. existed. But wheels existed. Yeah, they just weren't used for labor. Like they weren't that. used for this project because they were lifted up by alien spacecraft. Oh my god! <laughs> no, last <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna provide you with fact. Okay? Bro, they're they're homies with the aliens. <laughs> yeah, they were homies with the aliens. Thank <laughs> you, Matt. He's the teacher of children, and he knows more about the aliens than you. <laughs> This is fucking great. If I, were, if I were to teach ancient Egypt, I'd be like, they were homies with the aliens. Yeah, bro. That's all you need the to end. know. <laughs> the end. It's like, how did they so, build those fucking things? It's like UFOs, you know? That's how so, they... Chase, um, who shot JFK? Aliens. Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm not denying that aliens can do it. We don't know what they have their hands in. Look, the lizard people are everywhere, lads. Okay? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer. <laughs> Maybe. He's a lizard person. I remember I had a, an uncle who was very into the whole lizard people um, conspiracy <laughs> theory. Like, he was very into it. Like, he, he would sit me down, and I was probably 11 years old. He would sit me down and be like, and show me videos, and just like, oh, yeah, you can see their, their, their reptilian skin peeking out here. And I'm just like, bro, I just want to go back to playing Xbox, man. Is this the like, same uncle, or do you just have a very No, 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 this family. is a different uncle. This is He's a different uncle. I have uncles from various spectrums of the conspiracy uh, theory spectrum and other spectrums. We're gonna do a podcast with all your uncles. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dev. Bro, I can I can imagine Laz's uncle having a bunch of whiteboards around like the room with like all these pictures of who the alien people could be. I could picture like, like it's always sunny things. Yeah, he's uh, like drawing arrows between them. Yeah, yeah, like it's always sunny. Charlie from uh, yeah that episode where Charlie's got all the fucking shit pinned on his wall. Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched It's Always Sunny in a while. Dude, have you seen season 14? I, I, dude, I, I don't know. I just walk. Sometimes it's on and I watch it. Oh, no, dude. You got to watch the new one. It's great. I mean, it ends on a weird note, but it's great. But aside from It's Always Sunny, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so I guess it's funny because anything that uh, we talk about in historical context, anything that Matt brings up, I'm sure Chase is just going to say it's aliens regardless. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's, no let's roll with it. it. Roll with the narrative. We could roll with it. I don't mind. Roll with it. Roll with it. All right. Okay. Sure. All right. <laughs> fine. Chase, why don't you ask a question? Why don't you ask a historical uh, question that you might be interested in? I I mean, the issue is I just, I know everything. You, you know, know everything. <laughs> I know pretty much everything. Big brain. All right. What color is my underwear right now? Probably, Laz uh, is probably wearing a purple. Uh. I mean, maybe I'm colorblind, but it looks blue to me. 
That's close to purple. At least I guess. Say yellow. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, Who is yellow underwear? Yeah, who yeah, wears yellow underwear? True. Fuck with yellow underwear. How can yeah. you hide? How can you hide the shit stains? I, yeah, for real. I don't even own a pair of yellow underwear. <laughs> do you have <laughs> own a, Jay, do you have I don't own underwear. underwear. Oh, dude, I have like five pairs of yellow underwear. No, you don't. Oh, um, I all right. The closest I have to yellow underwear is actually like a set of Batman boxers. I'm pretty sure that I got like as a gift. It has the cape and everything in the back. Wait, what? It has like a mini half cape. The fucking boxers have a cape attached. to Yeah, it has a flap. Yeah, like well, like not like a flap, but it's literally (laughs) it attaches. So there's two little Velcro squares on the back of the underwear, like on your ass. And you attach this mini cape that has a Batman logo on it and everything. I lost, I lost the cape somewhere. I think it's Bro, somewhere in my room. So that cape that's a good way to get a girl to pants back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try getting away while wearing those. Oh no, no, I have. It's 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 a funny conversation. Oh, you have. You got laid when you were wearing. Oh, that's fucking amazing. Oh my god. What? Wait, you got laid while you were wearing them? Well, no. Like, wow, I gotta take my underwear off, obviously. But. Yeah, it yeah, but you were wearing them when <laughs> yeah. you got into the sexual situation to get laid. I guess, yeah. No, that's so, does it in between the slit of the boxers. Yeah. Either, either, <laughs> no. that girl, either that girl has no standards, or she was it's really possible. into you. Bro, bro, in, the back right, of her head, in the back of her head, she wanted Superman underwear. She <laughs> wanted a little cable. Like, God damn that? it. God I'll damn settle it. for Batman. Like, wrong superhero. Oh, dude, that's fucking. <laughs> what the? Oh, this God. conversation went from like being someone. Have you seen? Have, have you seen those pictures of the dude dressed in full Batman gear in the protest? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw. It. That was in Philly. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, I have not. That was fucking cool. But I mean, I mean, he's prepared, anyways. But yeah. still, um, which one we call it? Before we delve back into crazy shit, I was actually gonna ask, um, because you mentioned this earlier, Laz, uh, Matt. I was wondering, like. How do you see like the future of edu- of education evolving? Like after all of this, after COVID and whatnot, it's like oh, that. That's a good question. I guess there's like when you like ask me that question, there's like a bunch of things like going through my head. Like one, like well, we is there gonna be a, yeah, like is there gonna be a second wave? Like that's something to really think about of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And, and if like because I was I was student teaching, and and I didn't really like like at first students really brought this up as like a meme. Mm-hmm. I was like, I like, I like rolled with it. Like, I didn't really understand the severity of the coronavirus. And then, like, when when schools like got canceled for the rest of the year, and then, like, I guess if you if you asked me this question like a, a month ago compared to now, my answers would be like a lot different. But I guess in terms of like the future of education, I guess like the online learning, like, could be a possibility. If there's a second wave, like like students would have to stay at home. And then, like, for, for me, like, what I used was Google Classroom. Like, normally, mm-hmm. we would, I would just put a video of myself up. I would just tell them. I would post the assignments or the PowerPoint. I would just explain what they have to do. And they would do the assignments, and I would grade that. They would mm-hmm. hand, that, hand that in. But I guess towards, like, if we're actually, like, in school, like, high school, middle school, elementary school, I feel like things such as like eating lunch in the cafeteria could change. Yeah. I was watching yeah. a I was reading an article or something, like a video on YouTube and like it could be a possibility of maybe like the the face mask students could be wearing those in school. 
or they could yeah. like eat lunch in the classroom maybe mm-hmm. well, that brings me back to uh to in school suspension when they would just bring the food to the classroom yeah really? I, don't, I don't know if you have you guys ever been in in school suspension when you guys were in uh high school i no, wasn't but i'm aware uh, maybe you guys should have tried being more fun. Um, I was born as fun. I was fun, but I was fun outside of school. I didn't want to. I didn't want to give people like Matt a hard time because I was a good kid. Last no, Chase. I, I didn't I, even give people a hard I, time. I don't. I don't know what I did. I think it was I skipped so many lunch detentions that I eventually got like an after-school detention, and I skipped that because I guess I don't know. I was a, I was like fifteen. And then yeah, that eventually became Why were you getting bro, lunch I don't. I have no idea, to be honest, man. That was years ago. You no, because apples. you were being a bad kid and you want to deny it. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't remember. Every, everything, everything past the age or before the age of 14, I'm pretty sure I don't remember. <laughs> really? You don't remember anything before you were 14? No, I remember I plenty of it. I played it. I remember plenty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just dude like oh yeah i can't remember the first 14 years of my life how's your life doing? no i definitely do uh, it was uh that's just a weird flex i remember playing a lot of video games <laughs> all right <laughs> that is a remembers all, all the trick shots on rust yeah <laughs> i remember every single marine i lost in the halo 3 campaign that's fucking great <laughs> everyone they haunt my dreams at night oh no I never played the Halo 3 campaign, so that joke went what? right over my head. How the hell did you never play? You never played you, the Halo you were 3 about, campaign. You were about, all of you were about to uh, antagonize me right now, but. Oh, we were all about to yeah, I've, never, I've oh. never played Halo 3. Who never? are you? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> how do you sleep at night, Joseph? I've played Halo 1, 2, Reach, and 4, and that's it. I've never played literally, 3. Literally worse than Hitler. Thank you. I mean, so what? So how did you play every one except for three? Did you just no, decide? Oh man, I hate I haven't three. played OTS, uh, ODST, or like uh, what is it, Halo Wars? Wait, but, so what games were you playing during like Halo Three? I mean, I still I just kept playing two. I just played two and one. I never got three. Yeah, and I still have them. Like I still have Halo. Well, I have two. I don't know where the fuck one is, but I have two. So, well, they're planning on remastering it and releasing it as part of like the Halo. Isn't that what the Master, Master Chief, Chief Collection yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I definitely. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I have not bought the second one or the first one. I only bought like Reach. But as soon as three comes out, I'm pretty sure I might nut in my pants. Honestly, I might. You know what? I might give it a shot if if they re-release it because you're gonna have to give it a shot, Joseph. Like we're gonna play that. All right, fine, fine. You know what? You don't have to fucking. You don't have to come at me like that. I'll do it. I just don't understand because Halo Three for a lot of people was a big part of their no, and at I, least people that's might. That's why I said that's why I prefaced that, that you guys actually, are probably that actually explains so much about you, Joseph. Yeah, <laughs> it all it all makes sense now. It all makes yeah. sense. You never played Halo Three. I understand why you're this person that's and why you wear those handcuffs. Thank you. Apparently, Halo Threes would fuck me up or the lack thereof. Um. But back to what we were talking about before we get roped into a Halo conversation. Joseph did it yourself, man. No, I did, I did. I did do it myself. Nobody even provoked you to tell people that. You just came out and we, said He, like, brought it up. He, was like, st- he brought it up, and I was like, uh, you know, might as well mention it. He was so proud to say it, too. I, I know. <laughs> I'm like a mental case, you know. I, it needs to be studied. Um, but whatchamacallit, what was I going to say? Uh... 
Oh yeah, no, Matt. I was also wanted to ask you, like, what? How do you think education is going to change going forward? Not just in the general sense, but like online learning. Do you think that's going to change the, the way that things are moving forward? Do you think it's going to stay permanently, or do you think it's going to fade away? Like, uh, it's like hard. I guess it really just depends on how the coronavirus is going to like, like, uh, play out in the in the future. But I feel like definitely for the time being, like. I guess personally, a lot of older teachers, I feel like didn't really know how to use like the technology, like weren't like super familiar with it. So it definitely you know, like served a purpose to like help in the classroom because technology is becoming more uh, prevalent now. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, I'm losing I'm losing thought of these questions you asked me. But in terms of like the, the technology, I feel like it's there to stay. Like okay. it may not it may not be the same, like like it is now, like. I feel like it'll definitely come back to a time where, like, the classroom will be the same as when, like, we were all in school, mm-hmm. like, high school. But, you know, it'll definitely be a good, you know, like, backup plan or be on the back burner just in case anything were to happen. You don't think part. that the way things are now might change the way that uh, students view incentive when they're sitting in class or whatnot? Because I think, from what I've seen, or at least talking to some people, they seem to think that education won't revert back to its normality. I don't think... It's that intense, but what do you? What's your opinion on that? I feel like it's hard to really hard to really say, you know, to like how it will all be in the future. But it may it may not like be the same in terms of like how we were in school. But you know, I feel like it will definitely change. Mm-hmm. Like this change may be you know like super big and maybe just like small, but it will definitely change like how how students like learn mm-hmm. for the most part. I, I know that for me, at least, it's definitely been apparent that a lot of my older professors were not very well versed in how to switch over to the technological standpoint. I literally had a professor who, you know, when the when the whole lockdown procedure went into effect around spring break, so middle of March, he said, well, I'll be recording, I'm working on recording lectures uh, that I'll upload. And then that slowly became, uh, you know, I it didn't really work too well. So whatever your final, like you, you can take your final exam and submit that and that'll be your grade. And it, it, it was really weird to see it go from a class that I was really interested in to something that was essentially, I just wrote an essay and that was my grade for the entire class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's no, definitely good to see. And I've seen that it, too. I've seen how, you know, assignments kind of don't have the same uh, prevalency that they did before. It just seems like... Uh, for certain well there's classes. not the same there's not the same level of engagement right oh yeah 100 percent. no 100%. yeah i don't think so either i think a lot of people are are probably uh the less the least engaged they've ever been in years when it comes to education i mean most students you know don't even pay attention when they're on the video calls or or hearing a lecture now um but again it's like it's easier to be distracted at home than it is you know in a classroom setting so it yeah. makes sense yeah 100 and that like uh brings you back to the to the point that Laz brought up with like older teachers and like when this like happened we had like a yeah i never imagined i would be in a in a staff meeting for like a high school since i've like recently just like graduated high school like years ago but yeah a lot of the teachers weren't really prepared for this new change and i guess back to what you said joe with like how it changed like teaching i think it changed the way for teachers like how they see teaching because like a lot of teach, a lot of older teachers di- didn't really like change their ways of like teaching in the classroom, right? And it mm-hmm. and it kind of forced teachers to really you know change in terms of how they teach students. And it's like, and it, to me, I find it hard to like t- teach students 
like mm-hmm. online because you know they're not really engaged like all the homework that you give them they can just search it up on google mm-hmm. and like asking questions is is like hard because you know if they ask me a question at eight o'clock chances are i'm not going to answer that right? yeah mm-hmm. does it do you feel like it's turned it turned teaching into basically a full-time job or a round-the-clock job more so oh yeah most most definitely because like uh, for like what what I did with my uh, teacher, uh, so from like ten to eleven, that was like our office hours. So we would just you know be in front of this computer, like ready to answer any questions that they asked. And I guess you could say in a way, it is a lot more like on the clock. Cause for me, like the school day is like seven thirty to like three, but it kind of really changed to like twelve. 12 like at night or, or like 12. 12 just like 12 in the afternoon i would okay. just like go on like sporadically throughout the day it was like whenever i really felt like it yeah well i definitely think that going forward it'll be interesting to see i know that our college or you know the college that Burr graduated from and i'm currently attending uh they're planning on offering kind of they're planning on offering in-person classes for the fall as well as online and hybrid classes um it's, it'll definitely be interesting to see which way that goes. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see whether or not universities choose to like opt in or opt out of these online programs. So like you can choose whether or not you want to be there in person or you can choose whether or not you want to attend the class online for that semester. That's what it seems like they're going towards. But it'll it'll definitely be interesting to see. I, I noticed that it's also changed people's perception of online classes in general because you know yeah before people I, never really it wasn't it was seen as like a a lower standard for learning um and now i or at least that's the way i felt most people viewed it and now it's like, like university of phoenix kind of deal right yeah yeah and now it seems to be you know it's spreading across the uh most colleges and whatnot so i feel like it's yeah well everybody everybody's having to do it now right so it's like you know so i it's feel not like as well standard, that's but does I, that is that kind of change the the is that going to change the way people view like the University of Phoenix now? Like, oh well, like, they're like the Harvard. Harvard. They're like Harvard now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember it's actually popular. we joked in in our in our fraternity's group chat. Uh, we kind of did joke about like, oh, okay, when are we going to start a University of Phoenix chapter like online? Um, that that would definitely be interesting to see. I I, I don't think that University of Phoenix is going to become you know more prestigious as a result. They're probably more better equipped to handle this transition because it's like it's basically what they've been doing this entire Nothing time. Nothing has changed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has changed. Right. So like th- those schools are perfectly fine during this whole pandemic because they've just been doing what they always do, um, which you know that's where like they kind of win in this category because they they were they came into this prepared already, whereas like the normal you know higher more prestigious schools weren't able to keep up in that regard. Um, so, you know, that's why I say it, it shows like a, a contrast between what people used to think about online learning compared to what it actually is now. It's probably the first thing University of Phoenix has won ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was, Honestly, bro. It was they have the, clout now. Yeah, they have yeah. clout now, definitely. They have clout. And I feel like a lot of people just aren't, like, don't really like online learning. Like, I definitely I, don't. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. if I have to learn, like, through a screen, like, it's, like I like the in-person, like, learning. I feel like right. it's like more engaging as yeah. like Chase brought up. Yeah, well, I think it's harder to be like 
to be as like involved online, to be as like dedicated to what you're learning. Like it's a whole different setting when you're there with like other people and a teacher and a, and you get to like interact and stuff like you were saying. So it's, I don't know. It's interesting to see how, how people's engagement is going to go with this. Whole I know, thing. I know one of my friends actually, he dropped out of the term when it switched to online because he has ADHD um, and, you know, he found it that it was very difficult for him to focus to online lectures. Um, and he, he basically, he literally dropped out for the rest of the semester. Uh, so that was definitely, it, it definitely does impact people to a real extent. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know yeah. I sounded like I had something else there, but I, uh, I didn't. Yeah. And you like, and you, you like remind me of something. It's definitely like, think about it in school, like, um, students that have like ADHD or like other like intellectual like disabilities like how are they going to be you know like supported through you know like online learning right yeah that's like a good point because most schools they're like uh, you know they have a special class for them or they have a special programs to help them get through and those are very hands-on like engaging programs so how do you how do you transition that to like an online setting or how do you transition that to like a uh, you know just something you can do without physically being there. Right. Yeah, Cuz I feel like hard. students students that that fall under that category, they benefit more from, you know, in-person tangible learning. Uh sure. which, you know, they can't they don't get that from, you know, looking at a screen. And it's probably harder to engage them through a screen. So it's uh that's another, you know, situation that I I honestly haven't heard anything about. I don't know how that's being tackled at the moment. But it's something that people are going to have to look at. It like, and definitely, and, like, I know when, like, for me, like, I never really, like, deal, dealt with any students that, like, had, like, maybe a few students, like, a, there's, like, always a couple in every class that have, you know, like, ADHD, and then, like, you can see, like, their accommodations, like, what, that, like, extra time, like, with, like, tests, or they take a test in another classroom, or you just, like, give them, like, uh, guided notes or something like that. Well, I can't really, like, it's definitely hard to see how that's going to work out online for someone who does have ADHD and has a hard time focusing mm-hmm. like that, especially when you can, like, have Steam opened, like, yeah. on your computer when you're learning. Like, yeah, right. I, I know that for me personally, I mean, I don't have ADHD personally, but I know that even despite that, it's still been difficult for me to adjust to it because they're just simply... When I sit down to do my work, I think of, oh, okay, well, I could be doing this, I could be doing that, I could be doing this. Yeah. Think, uh, options that I didn't have when I was just sitting in a classroom for an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, you know, with an hour and 15 minutes where it was just wholly undivided, you know, okay, this is my time to learn. Well, and- even when I was sitting in an hour, uh, classroom for an hour and 15 minutes, I was still thinking of other things I could be doing. So how the yeah. fuck am I supposed to get on the computer and do those things? Right. Because you're just distracted normally when you're just sitting in a classroom. I'm always distracted. Right. <laughs> well, maybe that says something about you, Chase. I'm distracted right now. <laughs> yeah, but people get dis- people get distracted. How- you need to engage them on the computer too. You know, we need to think about those. Yeah. We need to think about the chases of the world. Yeah, it's like like in the classroom, it's like a lot easier to uh, address like to like students if they're distracted and like get them back on track. But like when you're in front of a computer, there's no one to really tell you like, hey, you should do this. Like, hey, we're, we're like reading something. Well, when you were in the classroom, how would you how would you get people back into um, like when you saw that they were losing attention? How would you get them back into it? Hey, motherfucker, pay attention! Honestly, <laughs> like 
it just really really depends like personally it didn't really happen too much but it just like depends on like how i plan my lessons it just like how so like like oh, most of the time when students are in the classroom they're they're probably gonna be bored as fuck but like i guess how i would plan my lessons that like i would try to make them engaging enough that even if they're bored or distracted they have to participate in some sort of way mm-hmm. and that could you know be through like oh like like where we're reading something or i'm having them do like a group project and i'm walking around the classroom and just like just checking on what they're doing so or just like asking the class questions from the answer i feel like it, it it's probably easier to get them back in or rope them back in once you start getting to know them individually oh yeah percent. you know once you start figuring them out uh, as individuals it's easier to rope them back in and learn how to get each and every one uh and get their attention back and, and focus but you know that's it, obviously a, a longevity thing you have to be in there for a while but yeah it's super hard to get them like uh, back on track when we're talking about things such as like like little Uzi's like new album or something, or like oh pop smoke like, <laughs> and like Kobe or if he Kobe, but you know. Yeah, I remember when that happened. I was at work. I was playing paintball, bro, and the referee yelled, "Kobe died." I'm like, what when the Kobe fuck? Did. Oh, yeah. dude, no. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna shout it's, paintball. We were actually talking about that the other day, and it's just like that's probably the worst thing that's happened this year. It's just like uh, we were... I, I, I was I was having the conversation <laughs> with um with one of my friends a few days ago and he yeah. said that he believed that the timeline diverged like it, the, we, we we entered the darkest timeline back in 2016 when david bowie died yeah, it's the twilight zone right now dude yeah. it's, it's uh something weird's going on it's just i uh, mean i don't know I, I, have you ever have you heard the whole thing of hey man they say 2012 never happened but have you felt alive since Right, I've <laughs> I have heard about that. <laughs> they've also they've also said like the dyslexic Mayan who put who meant to write twenty twenty one instead of twenty twelve. Oh, which is uh you know, now I'm starting to wonder. Now now there are actual thoughts going through my head, like, huh, what if that actually is the case? They didn't know about dyslexia back then. Um, but I think we're all in middle school when the whole twenty twelve, like the world's gonna end was about to happen, but like what were your thoughts like in your middle school mind? Oh, I was. I hope so. I was a little terrified. Not gonna lie. At first, I was like, "Nah," and then that fucking movie with John Cusack came out, uh, the 2012 one, and I was just like, "That was such a shitty movie." It was, but it came out, and as a kid, you know, you're not looking at the movie for quality. You're just like, "Holy fuck!" The entire time, you know. So, well, I, was, I don't know if you remember, but and I don't mean to cut you off, but before that movie came out. There was the Large Hadron Collider that people were like, "Oh my God, this is gonna end the oh, world." Yeah, the LGC. Uh, but the LGC, yeah. like, doesn't have the power to actually produce anything dangerous. No, I know, but pe- yeah. I remember uh, I was with, I was in Pennsylvania at the time with my family, and we like we literally my family got drunk because they thought that, "Oh man, if it happens, they at least want to like go out on a bang or something like that." And you know, want to know what? Nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. We'll see in twenty twenty one. We'll see. So. But yeah, no, the LGC thing was just people concerned that uh, that it could create a black hole or something of that nature, uh, which you can't. Man, the only, the only black hole out here is in Donald Trump's heart. Right. <laughs> it's the only place. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God. He said it. He said it, man. Um, did anyone notice that Chase, like, glitched out of the yeah. chat? Yeah. I was waiting for y'all to say something like that. I was like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I assume that his uh, his internet connection died, but. He said he'll be back on. Um, I missed 
I've been seeing his shower, bro. His like shower background, bro, in the bathroom. It's great. Yeah, Dude, his computer's li- sitting on a desk. Isn't that amazing? Like he has a desk in the fucking. He has a desk in the bathroom. It's technically a makeup table, but like mm-hmm. he's, he's using it as a desk. Yeah. Like what? What if someone has to knock, bro, to use the bathroom? Like, is there another one in the house? Like, yeah, there's like I think like another another bathroom or like three. I'm not entirely sure. The house is massive. It's not his. You think he, he lives with his girlfriend? Oh, you think he puts like a sign on the bathroom saying like I'm doing a podcast, like don't come in? I uh, thought about doing that on my door. Yeah, I, thought I was about gonna do that, that too. too. I think we've all thought about it. Um, I mean, my dad, my dad, kind of like comes in and out because he's. We're in the process of kind of basically switching rooms. He's moving out of this room. I'm moving into it. Um, but a lot of his stuff is still in here, so he'll like barge through at seven in the morning i'm like oh, i'm trying to sleep man he and he's just like i don't give a fuck i gotta go to work that's, yeah, that's no, my, if one of my parents walks in i just kind of like do the shooing motion like very quietly to try and get them <laughs> to move they get they understand it they see the microphone in front of me they're like oh he's he's recording yeah but you, you've been recording stuff basically since you were a kid yeah right? essentially i mean that's just my that's my go-to so they get it you know they understand kind of my my uh my usual now when did you actually start recording things, though? Uh, uh, I, I, I know I've seen the videos of you, like, with the action figure reviews back when you were 10 years old. Oh, that's a mood. Yeah, yeah, I was. I started pretty young. Um, let's see, I started, I want to say, in, like, 20... I made my first account in 2008, and then that one got deleted, and then I made a new one in 2009, and that's the one that's still up currently. Um mm-hmm. And that when I just started, basically, you know, I wanted to do, like, action figure reviews, very simple things just to get people invested. Because, you know, I, back in those years, their uh, action figure reviewers were also really popular for whatever reason. Um, like, uh, some people called, like, Sean Long, which you probably don't know, but there were other YouTubers that had, like, you know, over 100,000 subscribers, and they were doing pretty well, you yeah. know, by 2009 standards. So, um, you know, I jumped on that. Uh, and then, you know, slowly it just progressed into kind of a love for filmmaking in general, you know, um, basically I love every aspect of the medium, uh, when it comes to movies, broadcasting, whatnot. So I started with that and then I slowly moved into, um, into short films and, uh, you know, you were there for that part of my life. Yeah. So you know how, how that, you know, aspect. Uh, I know. I, I remember sweating my ass off on your roof. Yeah. Yeah. That dude, that was, that day was great. Yeah. <laughs> that day was yeah, fucking great. We 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 were planning on recording um a little segment on top of Joseph because Joseph lives in an apartment building. And we were planning on recording on top of it, so we literally like basically I don't want to say broke into the roof, but we went somewhere where we weren't supposed to. We were trespassing, and um his his landlord like came up there and was like, "Oh, you guys can't do this! Like, you, you guys can't be up on the roof! You can't record!" Uh, I guess the entire time we'd been making a shit ton of noise for the people below us. Yeah, because we had the dolly up there. We had a dolly, so the oh, yeah. tripod was on wheels. So as we were like making rolling it across, we weren't really taking into account the fact that that's creating like you know vibrations. So yeah. apparently, some people's like frames or like portraits of I don't know their dogs and shit just fell off the wall. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so we that's were, amazing. Yeah, so we were like, oh well, fuck, we fucked up. Um, but yeah, and then we all got kicked off, so we weren't able to shoot that scene. But we did have like a, what was the idea again, Laz? Wasn't it like we were gonna? Oh, it was a it spaceman was spaceman or all something, right. right? Yeah. So um, the idea was that this guy goes up onto the roof, and he ends up there's like a trap door that you know you 
flip up the hatch and you know that's how you get in and he essentially accidentally like locks himself onto the roof and you know his friend you know leaves or whatever goes to do his thing and so when he comes like he basically is up on that roof for so long that he passes out and like when he wakes up there's like an astronaut there from the future who's like oh, yo what the fuck are you doing here like why are you still here and it's it, it was a it was a uh, that's what I remember from it. That was also like four years ago. Yeah, yeah. Was, that's that, that was basically the general gist of it. Uh, we had a whole bunch of different like outlandish ideas. At the time, we were also filming a movie called The Guard, which we never managed to finish, um, just because of a whole bunch of different issues. But like that was probably my my biggest passion project at the time. And I remember Laz, you know, we I brought him on as like a co-director, so it. I guess became his passion project too at the time. I, I got I got really into making the guard, and um, I still want to do that one shot of you know, like the top or the bottom top to up whatever the fuck you want to call it. No, yeah, we could still uh, do it. But because uh, Chase, you're back. Yeah, he's back. We were talking yeah, about my our old filmmaking days. I heard it. the 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 camera doesn't turn on for a minute, so I've been kind of spying on the conversation while I waited on it. Nice, nice. It's okay, it's probably not the first time you've been spying on me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, been what is that? Jesus Christ! Tonight, you know? Anyhow, um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, no. So, I mean, yeah, the guard was basically our passion project, uh, but. Um, I mean, maybe one day we'll finish it. We just gotta basically recast everybody. So <laughs> that's yeah. That's not that's not a, an easy finish. endeavor. Finish so if you're film. listening to this, and you're in the New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania area, and you'd like to be part of a, you know, a fa- not a fam film, a short film that people who don't really know what they're doing are making, um, you know, hit us up. Yeah, are you, Chase, are you doing the whole emo cut thing over there? I'm just brushing my hair. Oh, I thought that you were... Is that okay? No, it's not. It's not okay. <laughs> I don't want you to brush your hair. Your yeah, hair show... must be unruly at all hours of the you day. Or else... Bro, show us, show us that brush right now. This, that brush, this pink one? Boom. Look at that. Bro, I love it. Is that it looks brush? bedazzled. It's because I'm fabulous. <laughs> By the way, uh, wait, don't you still have that poster on your Instagram, uh, Laz? The one yeah, the actually, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I really do want to make it someday. We really do have to finish it. There was there was this scene I remember where we had uh, one of our friends who was playing the leads. Um, he walks in and he knocks on the apartment door in the opening scene. And Laz is like the guy that lives there. And he knocks on the door and Laz comes out in just a bathrobe. That's all he's wearing is a bathrobe. <laughs> and he comes out yeah. in a bathrobe. It's open, by the way. It's not cinched. Uh, and then he open. He has the genius idea. This is an improv last idea of just putting some lotion on like his earlobe to make it oh, look man. like he came on his ear, kind of like that Ben oh, Stiller movie. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit some this killer was, angles, last. Yeah, this was back when <laughs> it, it was a little heinous. It was a little heinous. <laughs> not, oh not yeah, heinous. Oh. oh man, Joe, heinous is practically a buzzword for us in at Rowan in our circle of friends it's heinous acts and nefarious deeds is essentially the, the motto I feel like Chase has beat you to that because he, he already says nefarious deeds right that, he says that and watch out for birds of prey watch out for birds of prey Dude, yeah. those are my biggest fear I let my what dog kind of out birds? and she's a little tiny dog 
And when it's sunny out, I watch the skies to make sure she's not going to get swooped up. Didn't your mom kind of dog is swooped it? up or something? I don't know. It's Wait, a, just a tiny one. Wait, did you say his mom got swooped up? No, no, no. His mom's dog got swooped up or something. Oh, okay. No, no. My friend's mom's dog got swooped up. Oh. It was outside. cousins. It was outside taking a poop, and a hawk came down from the sky and carried it away. They never saw it again. What? Oh, my. <laughs> what, how big was this dog? Bro, I don't... That's... Big enough to be carried away by a hog. It sounds so funny, but in reality, it's so messed up. Yeah, that would, that would be like traumatizing. I'm pretty sure I would go out with a gun and shoot every single fucking his, bird his I saw after that. that. His mom told me that after it happened, and I just busted out laughing. <laughs> Didn't they get like a new dog immediately after? Chase is yeah. the kind of guy to laugh at a funeral. It's a it's a girl dog, but it looks like a man. It's one of those mustache dogs. Whoa! Oh, what are those mustache? What is a mustache just, dog? You know the mustache dogs. Like a no, yucky? I don't. You know the mustache dogs I'm talking about. No, oh my god. Mustache I'm just imagining this right now. It's gonna just go inside to take a piss and you see your dog disappeared. <laughs> You're getting <laughs> carried away. That's... You're like, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, Fluffy, to be, honest, you the to worst... be honest, the biggest shame there would be the fact that I didn't get it on camera. Because, could you imagine? That, that video would go viral. It just would, put a GoPro dude. right next to the dog. But nobody would just sit there the like, calmly like, recording that shit. But, but like, that's what I'm saying, dude. That's why you gotta watch out for birds of prey. You didn't think they were an issue until now, but now you're gonna go outside and you're gonna watch the skies. Because all I'm saying is, two two hawks, okay, could carry a grown man away. That's but whatever. Would two hawks ever decide to cooperate like that? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what's going on in the hawk community. Imagine if hawks get to that point. Dude, we'd, be, we'd all be dead in like a year. That's what I'm saying. You don't know if they are getting to that point, though. Name one hawk technology. What do you mean, oh, hawk technology? Wings. The Russians, no thing. The Russians. Well, what are they developing over there in Hawkland? You know, are they are they having meetings? Are they... We don't know. Oh, now that you mentioned Hawkland, that reminds me. Chase doesn't believe in France. What? I forgot. You know, that's that. not the first time I've heard that. Holy shit. That's not the first time I've heard that in the last two days. What, Wyoming? <laughs> I was I was just scrolling through Discord and I I saw this conversation. It was like a Discord for some game that I play. And there's the two people were talking about how France doesn't exist and it's just like it's is like Patrick is Patrick in that Discord because no, he's, no, really, no. he's really taken it to a different level. Nope. At least not that I know of. He could be in it. Basically, saying, wait, is it West Germany? No, South who won Germany. Who won the World Cup? Who won the World Cup? South, South Germany. South Germany. South Germany. <laughs> oh my god. So, so, Ger so Germany fought Germany in the war? No, Germany fought France in the war and they won and turned it into South Germany. <laughs> Do you know this? Matt, I thought you were a history teacher. Bro, I just want to know, like, I just want, I'm curious now. I, I'm, I thought I'm like, you were a history teacher. Bro, I don't know what I am anymore. You need to go back to university. Right, bro, Chase, I think you gave me a called the university. Crisis. Chase, I'm going to the, I'm going to Phoenix now. <laughs> I'm going back to the University of Phoenix to learn history. Dude, that's great. Bro. You need to learn some kind of history if you don't know this. Bro, my favorite my favorite quote by the politician Dan Quayle, I love California. I practically grew up in Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, wasn't Dan yeah. Quayle the, the vice president of uh, yes. HW? Yeah. Oh, he was the dude that got, like, pwned at the debates in the, like, what was it, 89? It's like, you're no Jack Kennedy. 
That's the like, first time I've heard pwned in so long. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah. Jesus, did you just say pwned? Yeah, it, it, it happened in the 90s. I might as well, you know, use a relevant I'm term. I'm to get on the airport and punch you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to risk getting coronavirus to travel all the way from Texas to New Jersey just so that I can knock you upside the head with my goddamn nutsack. I, I didn't say nutsack. <laughs> no nutsacks will be involved. That was all the last thing. Yeah, that so was if I hire thing. two eagles, would they carry me from New Jersey to Texas? If you hire, I don't them? know, but maybe. But you don't the want them to figure out they can do that, Matt. Look, you don't want them to figure out they can do that because they're going to band together and they're going to spread it among their eagle buddies, and people will be getting carried off. And you would have done that. The national, like our, the bird, the country will like just turn against us. Yeah, exactly. Our national bird would I, be our greatest enemy. I would. I would think that the Eagles and the Hawks would have like some kind of gang war going out. Make that a short film, please. Just like bird gang up. A fucking a fight between the two factions. What about Falcons? Do they count? Falcons are a neutral Falcons third party. Any bird of prey. I said bird of prey. I'm just naming them. Well, Laz common. just said Falcons are a neutral third party. Yeah. <laughs> We're well, they have their own faction. They have their own faction. Okay. So, in, so, in, Hawks, in this, so Hawks and the Bloods and, and the Crips and the Hell's Angels. Is the Hell's Angels a neutral third party or is it just a third faction of people? They're Falcons. I'm, so, I'm not really too well versed yeah, in, but Hawks, uh, in Hawks and Eagles are like the Coke and Pepsi of birds, okay? And uh, then and then Falcons, I don't know. They're like fucking whatever. Dr. Thunder. Where do, pigeons, where do pigeons fit in? I don't you know what's funny? I saw this meme recently Those are about not pigeons. Birds. About how like you don't see pigeons in the wild anymore at all. Do you think that well, they've completely adapted to just human ecosystems, or do, you, or is that just a fucking myth, like that they're that they're not in the in the wild anymore? I don't know, man. Do I look like a goddamn pigeon? I'm just asking. Like, have you seen them in the in like national parks or anything? When was the last time you saw a pigeon in the wild? Would you want to see a pigeon in the wild, though? I wouldn't. That would ruin the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I would be disappointed if I saw a pigeon in the wild. I'd be like, that's not yeah. what I wanted to see today. Do you know that doves and pigeons are the same thing? Yeah. No. Well, go fuck yourself, then. Fine. <laughs> no, they're not. I'll, I'll take my facts somewhere else. <laughs> no, they're not. I knew that. I don't believe you. How about that? They look exactly the same. That doesn't so mean they are the same. They are the same bird. No. <laughs> you know what? I don't need to, I don't need to deal with this pigeon slander right now. You know here. who's smarter than you, Laz? Yeah, Google. I'll, I'll call I'll call Mike Tyson on your ass. Because he's an expert in doves and pigeons. Yeah, he has I, the I would show. say he, he probably has is. He's, he's, he's got a you know he's his best friend's a pigeon, and he's played by Norm Macdonald. Are doves and, and and pigeons? Mike Tyson's in a bird watching club. I'm sure he is. <laughs> Didn't he have like that reality show where he just like like pet pigeons all day? I, I've first I, seen him in The Hangover. I first saw him when he bit some dude's ear off. Well, that's that's the classic. When they stole Mike Tyson's tiger in The Hangover. Oh man, that movie was a classic without a doubt. <laughs> I never actually watched the second or third ones, but yeah, dude, he had a show play. about pigeons. It's, it was called Taking on Tyson. It was only one season. I wonder why. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it would be. <laughs> I thought it would be called Picking on Pigeons. This is just the famously tough Mike Tyson cradling a pigeon in the same hands that helped him become an all-time boxing champ. That's like the synopsis. 
Who thought of that? That's that's well, so beautiful. It's actually, he loves I, no, I, I remember reading in about this, and the reason Mike Tyson is so into pigeons is because apparently he was bullied when he was growing up, and he would spend so much time on the rooftops of wherever the hell he grew up, and he would basically take care of pigeons and feed them, and they were like his friends. I'm not even kidding. Bro. So, Laz, she was like the woman from Home Alone. suppose so. To be honest, I, I haven't seen that movie, actually. I... I'm pretty sure Home Alone was a fever dream. The first one or the second one? All of them. Fair enough. Have you seen Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, I have. Lately? Yeah, he, he actually looks better than he did, you know. He's in a, American Horror Story, I think. Probably the most in the the probably the most impressive thing about these captions is the fact that they actually recognized Macaulay Culkin and, you know, capitalized it and everything. Yeah, I know that's actually spelled cool. it correctly. Bro, is that wait, that's how you spell Macaulay? What? Yeah. You learn new things every day. <laughs> It didn't, it didn't do it in Matt. No, no, because no, no, you, you have to say, check this out. You have to say Macaulay Culkin. Mac Mac there you go. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. No, we're not doing this. Come on, <laughs> say it one more time. Macaulay Culkin. Mac no. Hey, hey. Muck, muck. Muck. Culkin Macaulay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wow, it works that way too. Stop. Why did you say Muck Muck? Muck Muck. He says oof. <laughs> muck Muck. And I oof. These captions are not representing me very well. <laughs> I can't. This is oh, funny. now it, it represents you well. <laughs> oh, dude, I love this. I love it. I wonder what it like. What words it actually censors and which ones it doesn't. Like what it considers. Cunt. Um, you said cunt. 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, Here, the best way to figure this out is uh, the seven words you can't say on TV. Oh, George egregious. Yeah, yeah. Anus. Agreed. I was actually watching a lot of uh, George Carlin recently. It's very it's nice. It's very good. So the words are uh, shit, piss, fuck, cock, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of stuff. Hey, tits is fine. Tits, tits is, is fine. fine. You can hey. say tits all you want. <laughs> oh, my lord. Tits. Tits, tits. Oh, my God. This has devolved into, like, caveman humor. Wait. <laughs> tits. Tip backwards? No. Tits. Tits. I don't. I don't think it's gonna start recognizing things backwards though. <laughs> We're not there yet. We don't have the technology. Tits. Race car tonight. backwards. Race car. Oh, tonight. Fine. All, All right, right. This has just become like us fucking around with the captions. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though. You can't deny it. I know. Uh, when Chase said "muck muck," a part of me just died. Muck muck. Oh. Muck, 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 much mark. What, dude? That much should be your mark. new catchphrase. Like every time, like you have to say "buck, buck" now, no matter what. <laughs> oh my god! Muck, muck. Muck, muck. It won't do it anymore. It said it once for me, and now it's doing like "mark moan" and fucking. Someone clip that. Someone clip that moment, please. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I am actually. You know what? Last we just found our first clip. Set up a YouTube channel. We're doing it. Uh, <laughs> I thought you had the YouTube channel. I have the YouTube channel, but you should make a separate one for clips, you know? Uh, yeah, you know how true. Joe Rogan has, like, the main one, and then he's got the separate one? 
You know how we, Joe Rogan has a lot of things that we don't have yet, like sponsors and Jamie. You know, and Jamie. <laughs> I, I like it. Podcast, dude, dude. Whenever I watch the Joe Rogan podcast, it seems like he treats Jamie like a bitch because <laughs> he's an employee. I don't. He's not like uh, yeah. part of the gang. You know. I yeah. I mean, I understand that. It's just more so like I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it. Jamie should get some more respect out there. Look, look. I support the way he treats Jamie. And Joe, if you're watching this, we would love to come on your podcast. Joaquin? Who's Joaquin? <laughs> Jamie, Jamie and Joaquin. Joaquin Rogan. We would love to come on your podcast. Look, bottom line is we're not shit-talking Rojogan. We'd love to be on at some point. Rojogan. Yes. Jogan. <laughs> it's Joaquin. Oh, God, that's great. Jogan He's sounds like some kind of weird-ass, like shipping thing does it oh my dude what do you think about joe rogan getting uh you know bought out by spotify is it, is it is it being bought out or is it well, making he, a deal well, he made a is, deal with him he he uh he's getting 100 mil out of it yeah no no I, I i know i just mean more so that's the question that you know we need to raise i guess i mean i i personally never I, I don't think I'll watch it as much because it's on Spotify. Uh, I'll probably like even though I do have Spotify, I just like the the YouTube setup for you know podcast, and I feel like it really it, it fits his show a lot better because it's all video. Right. Like, he, it, like the the video component of Joe Rogan's podcast is a big part of it. Whereas, and I know that they're plan they're still planning on offering that on Spotify, but I just don't think it'll be the same. Yeah, no, I think people's incentive to like want to go and watch it is going to change. I don't know if it'll like just dead out, you know, stop, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to be affected somewhat. I don't care. Well, you don't really watch it all that much, to be fair. So. Well, still, when I do watch it, I don't care where I'm watching it, and I have more access to Spotify, so maybe I'll watch it more. You don't know me. Well, you don't know me. You don't know me at all. As long as <laughs> as long as Joey Diaz stays on YouTube, I think we're all good. Joey so, Diaz is a national treasure. He is a national so wait, treasure. So do you think like podcasts are going to be more popular on Spotify now or will it still be the same on YouTube since Joe Rogan is moving to Spotify? That's a good uh, question. I mean, I, I, go ahead, Les. I, I listen to podcasts on Spotify, um, but they're mainly they're audio-based. And to be honest, they're, I listen to them on Spotify because while they're, they're not really on any other medium, they're kind of like, they're, they're like podcasts about the Supreme Court and shit like that. But I, I, yeah, yeah, Chase, you want to fight about it, huh? No, no, no. I just, I didn't peg you for listening to podcasts about the Supreme Court. I'm proud of you. I was proud of you. Why are you I, fucking picking a fight I, with I, me, you ass? I, I, I'm going to pick a fight with you anyways. <laughs> oh, you ass. Lazy ass, Continue. man. Continue. I don't want to do this with you today, Laz. Oh, uh, no, but the, I don't know, to be honest... I don't know where I was going with that. Never mind. No, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, it's it's hot as balls in this room right now. <laughs> to be fair That's with you, I just I think podcasts. I think Spotify is trying starting to like really build uh, a medium for podcasts on their app. You know, it's just something that they're kind of working on at the moment, and I think it's going to improve over the next coming months. But uh, and Joe Rogan coming on there is obviously you know I, it's obviously a, a marketing tactic I think on Spotify's part because they're trying to kind of get it on the get the show on the road and how what a better what a better way to do that than to get joe rogan on your platform so Absolutely. you know it works out but i don't know if it'll blast off wait who's trying to get the show on the road S spotify 
What show? The whole their whole podcast platform because it's a new. It's basically new for their platform, given how long they've they've uh, they've hosted them. So yeah, I didn't know that. I oh, thought you're that just they talking about podcasts. just the, the podcast like, element of it. Yeah. yeah, are they gonna like introduce the video aspect of what they podcast? Yeah, that's new. Apparently, that yeah. That that hasn't been done on their media on their uh, app before, so that's that's definitely a new aspect, and I'm pretty sure people are pretty excited for that. Like, it's like, what if they? When make- are they gonna have a Pornhub app for Ro- Roku? For Roku. Yeah, when are they gonna have a porn app, Pornhub app for like the Apple Store? Yeah. True. You know, it's we both fucked everybody there fucked up saying Pornhub, which is great. Um, but. Well, what you want me to say, Spank Bang? I like how it blanks out Pornhub. Did you know, you, Laz, you once recommended Spank Bang to my dad. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, because I, I remember that conversation. He, he was talking about like how he still uses U-Porn or some shit. Yeah. Or RedTube. Oh, my God. That's, old, that's some old school shit. Yeah, he uses yeah. U-Porn, which is... Uh, don't ask how I know that. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you know that, Joseph? You want to talk about it? Yeah, he doesn't you, have you, to talk. You, you, you want to delete... talk about your dad's porn consumption? Yeah, he doesn't delete his history. That's That's about it. Um, oh, he's a brazen man. You yeah, can yeah. find what he watched on that one day, 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Yo, oh, oh, Berg is actually a big fan of Johnny Sids. Bro, the memes are amazing. Yeah, the, the memes are fucking great. He's an astronaut, he's a doctor, he's everything. Isn't, is he? Bro, is he Johnny right? Sids has like so many occupations. Hold on. One second, I gotta look up Johnny Sids because like literally, he's a he's an engineer, a doctor, a dentist, karate master, school teacher, pizza delivery guy, a plumber, like many things, man. He's a master of all. Apparently, he like died of cancer, but he was nursed back to health by by a local nurse. What? A local nurse. <laughs> <laughs> a local nurse. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> a local nurse. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're, we're, I'm pretty sure we're just talking about porn at this point. Hey, man. You're oh, is that a porn star? Yeah, oh. Johnny Sins. You don't know who Johnny Sins is? No. All right, Google Johnny Sins right now. I Google. Your, I don't watch oh, your I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't watch your regular white people porn. There's a video. What kind of porn work? do you watch then? I don't oh, want no. to talk about it. Oh, dude, Chase Fair. has like this ambiguous fetish that he like keeps telling us he has, but doesn't want to tell us what it is. It's definitely nugget porn. Toes. Definitely loves sucking toes. Oh no no, you got to revert that one somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Joseph over there apparently. Oh, I Jesus. wasn't gonna say your name. I Joseph, wasn't gonna say your name, Joseph. It was Laz. This I know time. Laz, you fuck ass. Anyhow, <laughs> it's okay. We we can edit that out. No, we can't. <laughs> Can you He's see an my, astronaut? Can you see my screen, Chase? Is he an astronaut? Who is it? <laughs> oh my god. Is that the guy? Yeah, that's Johnny bro. Sins. Oh my that's god. The, that's the man, bro. That's the man right there, man. That's crazy. We're blowing up Johnny Sins' spot, huh? How long Great. did it take you to find a picture that you could show on the uh, on the screen? Yeah, um, how many Actually, if you go on Google and type his name in, he's clothed in literally all of them. Bro, show the one of the astronaut. Oh, let me see if I can fucking find it. That was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the best one, dude. How many characters has he fucking played? Too many, bro. <laughs> dude, it's an iPhone case. Oh shit, bro. It, that's a famous picture of him, bro. Oh, let me see if I can get it up here. That's a oh, famous picture. Yeah, Joseph. You know you got a uh, you got uh, Matthew <laughs> oh Matthew Botros. <laughs> What's that? You got Matthew Botros in the uh, YouTube chat, by the way. Oh shit, do we? Yeah, I I just checked it like a minute ago. Jamie, pull that up. Jamie, pull that up. Uh, to be honest, 
I still think that Jamie should get more recognition for it, for his work. We're doing a lot of plugs for Rogan on this, and he for sure has more uh, people than we do. He has more clout, definitely. Yeah, uh, way more. And more DMT. That's true. Which, by the way, I've, Chase, hold on. We have a story time, actually. Now that you you fucking said that, you you let out the fucking dogs. Um, Chase, you've done DMT. Tell us about. I don't your know experience. what you're talking about. I've never done drugs. <laughs> tell us about your experience. I don't know what you're. Look, here's why. Here's why I'm not gonna tell you. I will tell you another time when it comes up naturally. Oh come on! Because... How is that not natural? <laughs> that wasn't natural because you trapped me. So pretty much, Chase can be Joe Rogan since he's, he's done DMT. Yeah, he's done DMT. He could be Joe Rogan. That's the only qualification you need. Um, Do I look like Joe Rogan now? You gotta yes. shave your whole head. You look like the guy that hosted Fear Factor. Yeah, right. Dude, remember when we watched Fear Factor for like a week straight? Chase. Yeah. Dude, that show was so funny. We binge-watched it. Dude, it was great. We played a game, so every time we watched Fear Factor, we tried to like guess whenever it was that Joe was high on uh, on the show, which oh, is basically man. like 24-7, so it wasn't very hard to figure out. I, I'm pretty sure he's announced, like he said that on a podcast at one point. Was yeah, that no, that's just... why we started like looking to make sure we wanted to see which ones he was obviously high in. The only Fear Factor episode I remember was the one where they brought the WWE superstars on. Hmm. I don't think I ever <laughs> saw that one. Did you? It's a damn shame. Did I send you that that link? Uh, there's a video I found online where Vince McMahon uh, introduced God to the ring. Did you? Um. Ever... What? No, 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 but I definitely believe that Vince McMahon would do something like yeah, that. Yeah, he did, he did. It was like in 2006, and I God? guess, I don't know why he did it, but he was on, he was standing on, in the ring, and he's like, we have to introduce our holy uh, warrior, and in comes, like, a, it's just a spotlight pointing at nothing, and it's Oh! <laughs> Booker uh, T comes out? <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, and then God comes up, and then, like, Vince McMahon <laughs> threatens to fight God. <laughs> it's... Dude, if only Vince McMahon would think that he could fight God. Oh, dude, it reeks of coke. Whoever wrote Damn, that we needed, segment. we needed him in 2012. Dude, no, I know. Oh my God, it's wonderful. It's honestly the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Where's Vince McMahon right now? Uh, I wonder what he's doing at this very moment. He's probably taking a shit. <laughs> probably. Honestly, missing money on poor people. Wiping his ass with $100 bills. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants, dude. Right. He's I mean, probably shoving Rose up his ass and fucking doing coke off a stripper's asshole. Dude, how much coke do you think McMahon does? Because finger popping your asshole. Not enough. Not enough. Really? Do you think that's the, the not enough? <laughs> that's bro. the answer to go with. Dude, McMahon. No, he, his face just screams coke. Come on, you know. Him at Triple H. His his face screams many things. That's true. His his face screams for help. Um, <laughs> no, that's mine. Is oh it? my god! My face screams for help every single time I look in the mirror. Oh my god! Dude, holy shit! Vince McMahon is worth two point one billion dollars. And he introduced God at one point in a coke rage. That was amazing. Dude, I didn't know that you could get two billion dollars by just screaming all the time. He looks so ugly. <laughs> What's Alex Jones' net worth? Out of curiosity. Oh no, not Alex Jones. <laughs> I just, I'm curious, what's his net worth? How much money does the Jones man make? The Jones man? Uh, I'm looking it up. I'm Jones in to know. 
Uh, Keep up with the Joneses. Jonestown. Oh man. Net net. The Nike net worth. I'm pretty sure he's a multimillionaire, though. I'm sure he, he, complained, he has to be. He used to complain about, like, oh, yeah, you know, we're barely solvent. We're barely making ends meet over here Where when he was, like, wearing a $20,000 Rolex. Ten million. He's, he's worth a million? Ten million. Oh, ten million. That's a, that's a lot for a dude who just, you know, yells while wearing tinfoil hats. I think he should be worth at least seven billion. <laughs> you know what? With the amount of entertainment factor that he brings to shit, I, I gotta, I gotta say, maybe, maybe it's a little worth it. Do you remember that episode in Joe Rogan out of Joe Rogan where he was on the podcast and he's like, I, "I gotta say, you know, I'm just, I'm a little retarded." Right before he said his thing, and Joe like <laughs> fucking broke into laughter. We and should he, call up, uh, we should call up Joe Rogan and see if he wants to do a, a merch a podcast. Yeah, uh, because yeah. we've been talking about him a lot. We have talked about Joe Rogan more than we have talked about anybody else. To be fair, this is the only episode right. where we've done that much. Okay. <laughs> Topic shift. Topics. How do you guys feel about mandatory? I, I had nothing there. Mandatory. <laughs> mandatory. Mandatory, 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 mandatory. The government did it. The government did it. I was actually. I was actually. The aliens, plausible deniability. You know what? I'm gonna have. I'm gonna bring in a, ta a taboo question just to kind of make the conversation a bit more interesting. Um, what do you guys think about psychedelics being uh, legal or becoming legal at some point? I mean, I when I was in Amsterdam, it, it, mushrooms are legal over there, and you can kind of buy them in these things called smart shops, which, uh, you know, it's very interesting because the, a lot of the things in there probably will not make you very smart. <laughs> but that being said, you can buy them basically, you know, like in a, in a store, and I mean, it seemed like it was fine. I don't know how that would really pan out in America. I, I, I didn't really see people who were obviously tripping um, just walking around. But I did just see, like, I don't know, it, it, the entire culture of the city just kind of seemed like it was very geared towards drug use. But I guess that would change if you legalized it on a countrywide base. But I don't know. It would be interesting to see. But I don't know if it would be a good thing necessarily, mm. like, to have it be, like, to basically, for it to be something that you could just purchase in a store. Right, right. And that's where I think it's, yeah, that's... Was. That's where I think it's the, that's the difficult um, question is the fact that since they're kind of unpredictable substances and they last so long, it's harder for people to really use them responsibly in any way. Or at least it's harder to put that kind of expectation on the populace. Yeah, well, there's also a lot of people out there that probably shouldn't be using them. Right. No, I agree with you. There are definitely people that shouldn't be putting psychedelics into their system. What about you, Burke? Honestly, I... Yeah, have you guys like seen the Netflix thing? Uh, oh, I, yeah, I saw yeah, it. I watched it. Yeah, I did that, watch it. That, that's what I thought about. Like, they were like, I think if it's used for like medical purposes, then then maybe. But I feel like rec, like when you use it like recreationally, like I don't know, it can result in bad things. But just don't drive. Just don't drive. Right, right. Why right. is it just my face now? What's that? Why is it just my face on the video thing now? Oh, is my is my camera not on? I don't know, Joseph, but I'm only looking at my face. Oh, it's freaking me out, man. Well, go to the options. There should be like a, a, a thing that tells you to change the layout if you want to change it. That could be it. But um, what was I saying? 
Uh, yeah, no, I and I also think it just depends on the substance that you're doing, like what gets legalized. Because mushrooms are what, like four hours, you know. So that also, de you know, depending on how long they last or go through your system, could also depend on how they get legalized. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know about recreational use. I think they'd just be exclusive to medical treatments, things of that nature, you know. Um, if you you guys watch the documentary, right? So uh, I think they mentioned like. What was it? Uh, what's the word that I'm trying to find here? Wasn't it like a retreat or something like that that they had in mind for people? Um, what, like a retreat where people go to take mushrooms or take hallucinogens and then right, peace and then, out after? Right, exactly. So, like, and then, you know, they have, like, professionals around them that know exactly how to guide them through that experience. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's there's no problem with that. I think that's beneficial, especially for people that, you know, need that kind of experience. Um but yeah, recreational use it might be obviously more uh, more of a difficult topic. I don't know, man. I, I remember like I was watching that the Netflix documentary and there was like this singer called Sting, yeah. whatever. Sting, and, yeah, like, the, the lead singer of the police. Yeah, he literally went to like Mexico to like do some psychedelics with like this tribe. And like he he like went on top of a mountain or something. They like poured like some animal's blood on him. It was like goat blood. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was very aggressive. Can you imagine being that? Like that, that. To be honest, I could not imagine myself in that moment. It's like, oh man, they're these dudes are pouring some goat's blood on me. I I'm in the middle of Mexico on some kind of mountain. It's hot as balls out here. I, what the fuck is going on? Right. No, I would imagine so. I mean, I'd be paranoid. I mean, would you guys ever do something like uh, like DMT or like ayahuasca, five meo? No, Pro probably not. To be honest, what about you, Les? I can neither confirm nor deny whether or not I would. I Typically would never do those things in my life. Ever? Ever? Chase, yeah. I detect a lie. <laughs> Just saying. But uh, I don't know, man. Look Here's the thing, man. I don't think they're for everyone. Okay, so you gotta you gotta be careful with who you're who you're doing it to. And I don't think people should be condemned for doing them, but I don't think people should be condemned for not doing them either. It's just whatever your personal preference is or whatever you're uh, ready for. Yeah, that's a, that's you know that's probably the most positive outlook. Yeah. I think you just gotta be in the right mindset. Like I think when you do it, I don't know if I'd be right with saying this. You gotta have like a goal or something. Like what yeah, that's out of it. Right. No, sure. I, I think that anytime you're going to trip or do something like that, you should have some kind of inherent uh, uh, goal or need that you're trying to satisfy or you're trying it's to like look for. Yeah. If you're just doing like a psychedelic, just do a psychedelic, then chances are you're probably going to have a bad trip. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Sting said that at the beginning of the documentary. He's like, if you're looking to like find answers for yourself, you know, you'll probably have a good time. But if you're just doing it to get fucked up, you will get fucked up. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that that way is true for most people. Uh, what did you think about that documentary, by the way? It was actually pretty good. It was it was actually really good, surprisingly. Like, I, like I, I didn't know Ben Stiller, like, did I? Did yeah, that was, that was a big surprise. Yeah, I that didn't was, think, I didn't think so either. I mean, he had a negative experience, though, so, you know. Um, but still, like, I didn't think he was the type of person to ever, like, even consider trying it. Uh, although I like the I conversation he had with his dad, <laughs> Jerry. Oh, yeah. 
He's like, yeah, Dad, I'm on Astro. And I was like, what's that? Yeah, he's like, LST. He's like, what? He's like, I, I'm having a bad trip. He's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I once smoked a cigar and got sick for two days when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I remember that. <laughs> well, that, was like, that was a really good... I was actually like, like, quite pleasantly like surprised by that. It was like really good. Yeah, no, that was good. I, I liked it because what they were trying to do was like show you people that are likable and kind of giving you like their perspective on their experiences with it. But it didn't really like give you any insight onto what the the substances actually are. Like most of it was really focused on acid and just acid specifically. Like they occasionally mentioned mushrooms and like DMT or these other compounds, but they mostly stuck to acid and they never really like explained anything about those compounds. They mostly just let people tell their stories, which is fine. I like that. It just, it wasn't like an educational doc. It was more like a feel-good story, if that makes sense. But I liked it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think, like, towards the end, it got a lot better. There's one guy. I can't even say his name. It's like Deepak Chopra or something. There was, like, this, like, Indian guy at the end or Dude, whatever. Dude, the fucking... Deepak Chopra! You savage as fuck, bro. You should have like... seen the captions when you said his name. But I want to know. <laughs> Deep Crack Chopra. <laughs> Deep Crack Cobra. Deep Crack. You know, it's funny. Wilson actually found one of that dude's books in his backyard randomly, like, years ago. And, and like, it was a really rainy day, and it just popped up in his backyard. Dude, it's a sign. Did Wilson read it? It changed his life. I think he life. did, yeah. And he didn't, like, he thought it wasn't, like, a real person. He just thought it was, like, a book of fiction or something. And then he watched the documentary. He's like, holy fuck, that's the dude on the book. And then he explained the whole story to me. But, yeah, you were saying, Matt, what, what did you think about him? I mean, like, Deepak Chopra, whatever you say his name, like, like what he had to say was pretty, like, insightful. Like, honestly, I'll be real with you, I forgot. But, like, I remember, like, when I was watching him, like, damn, this dude, he knows. Yeah, you know. Like, he has good understanding on it. I agree. I think that uh, he, he definitely had a different perspective on, like, just the way that people view reality in general. Oh, and he yeah, broke I it down. Um... In a, he made it digestible for people that don't even do psychoactive drugs, you know. It was a very, it was a very well articulated statement. I gotta say, just like some parts was it was just like comedians talking, like talking about like Sarah Silverman. She was like talking about how she like took it in a restaurant and then like they were like running to her apartment with like some homeless people. Yeah, <laughs> and then they tried to drive back and they forgot how how cars worked. Oh, yeah, and they didn't even see like the. The stops the stoplight. It was like in the distance. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a dude that said like he was driving in his car and then the road just like disappeared, and all he could see was like a tiny little white skull in the distance, and then the skull Jeez. like the the skull open like the mouth open and in the mouth was the road. Like, bro, I can only imagine like in your head you're freaking out, but in reality there's just like twenty cars beeping at you to go. Right. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't. Don't drive on acid. That's, yeah, I could not. Yeah, I, I could not imagine. Just, just, even, just take a take a walk. We can't stress yeah, that enough. Don't walk. Don't drive on acid, Chase. Uh, what? <laughs> don't drive on acid. That's that's primarily aimed at you. Look, um, people do dumb things. You learn and you move on with your life. <laughs> oh my god! There's a story there, but it's up to him if he wants to say it or not. So. That's that's my story. 
Fair enough. You do dumb things, you change, and you move on with your life. <laughs> the more you know. The more, the you, more know. you know. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know, guys. It's been... Uh, I was going to bring up... I had on my little topic list here, I had Bob Lazar highlighted for uh, Chase because I wanted him to go on a, on a fucking tangent. I only know Bob Lazar from a line in a Clutch song, like the band. Really? Yeah. I, uh... I ha- he's a he's one of those big like UFO conspiracy guys. He's one of those guys that claims that he worked on like one of them, you know. Oh, uh, okay. You know, I, I... I don't even know who this dude is. He was on. Oh. I don't want to say the the. He was on the guy's name. podcast. He was on the, the Joe Rogan podcast. Thanks for bringing Jeez, it up again. Jay, stop selling out, man. You Gosh. can't do that, man. Every time you say his name, I lose a dollar. Every single time you say Joe Rogan, a puppy dies. <laughs> Oh, bye. A puppy gets stolen by an eagle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every, every single time. Um, but what, yeah, no, Bob Lazar was on, on the show, and he was just talking about, like, how he worked on this top-secret program working on UFOs and how he, like, was also responsible for predicting, like, an element, um, even though that's not true. But, you know, some people, you know, yeah, believe. That's true. Well, we went through this chase that the uh, the and you proved nothing. You made yourself look like a goose. No, you agreed with us at the end. What are you talking about? I didn't agree with you at the end. Yes, you did. No, then you were talking to somebody else because I think what we you were, were all in the car. Remember, ridiculous. we were talking about it. You were ridiculous. Okay, so as you can tell, Chase is a Bob Lazar sympathizer. <laughs> but uh, what you call it? Was it what was it like Element One Fifteen or something that he predicted? Yeah, something like that. So, do you guys know how like elements work? Yeah, I used to be. Oh my god! I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into the whole thing, but it's not hard to predict an element if you because they all are just, you know, when you find a new one, they're just placed in numerical order. So if someone goes basically, basically, Joseph cannot see the the fantastic in our life. It's all beep boop ones and numbers with him. Is I only see things in binary. Uh, it's, yeah, it's I see. It's fantastic. There's no joy or amazement or wonderment. It's all gray. Joy is a is a construct developed by the Soviet Union. Where the fuck did this go? I don't. I don't know, bro. Like outside my house, there's kids like riding scooters, and I'm just like concerned. You concerned for their safety? Or are you concerned because they're kids riding scooters? Honestly, the second one. I hope they don't do a tail whip, bro. Do you remember Wait, when what? you used Is to that... get hit in the in the ankle with the uh, razor scissors? <laughs> yeah, Is, is it, isn't that a tail whip? I think. Uh, at least I I'm not gonna lie. I thought that's what they meant by a tail whip, but unless it's a trick, I, I don't know what the you know terminology I. Is. All right, I, I I do remember. Um, speaking of scooters, the, this girl that I went on a date with, she eventually dated this dude who like his entire way of making money is by selling scooters like he makes them living through scooters that's a weird flex. and that's it that's a weird, I, I, a weird flex. It, it, it is a weird flex i was like damn <laughs> i don't even know how to feel man. about that i don't know if i should feel like shit or like, like i don't know if i should like like dap him up be like yo you're the man i'd be like wow you really do that like i don't even know how to feel I think it's awesome, and I support his scooter making a hundred percent. How long do you? No, think I don't think he last? makes the scooters. I think he just uh, rides. Are there professional scooter riders out there? Oh yeah, there are. I think so. 
Do you remember there you was a game for professional scooters back in like the nineties for the PlayStation One? You should find yeah. out who yeah. he buys his scooters from and we should get him as a sponsor. Mm. Alright. Oh dude, let's do that. This podcast has been brought to you by Razor Scooters. Razor. Tail whip yourself in the fucking ankle, you know. How no, you, how what a great advert. Dude, you're the Don Draper of Razor don't Scooters. Don't talk shit about Razor. If we get them as a sponsor, then we don't want them to know that they hurt people. Yeah, Yo, you know what? I don't want any scooter sponsorships. This, this fucking podcast is brought to you by BMX Gang. <laughs> the BMX Gang. Old Spice. Old yeah. Spice. Chase, yeah, I fuck with Old Spice. Dude, the, one of our, and like, forgot what episode it was. Chase kept like plugging like different Christian religions. Or, or was it? You, you, we started with the Church of Latter day Saints and then we somehow ended up with Hinduism. It's like sex or something. What? This segment's been brought to you by the Church of Latter day Saints. Ever thought that one wife wasn't enough? Well, the Mormons have got you covered there. Come on down to the Church of the Latter day Saints where you can fuck as many wives as you'd like. That was, pretty, that was pretty much my ad too. Yeah, that was pretty good. Got to give you. I that. mean, there's is there is there really any other selling point to? Never mind. You get to I, be, like. I mean, you get to be called a Mormon. That's pretty cool, I guess. I, I guess. Cool? I don't know. Yeah. I just assumed it would be. Brought to you by the gospel of the flying spaghetti monster. I forgot that's an actual. <laughs> oh, religion. pastafarianism. You know, <laughs> you know, they actually tried to apply for uh, exemption in your DMV. Like license photos so that people could wear those coolanders over their heads. Really? You know, like the strainers. No. Stop. Really? Yeah. Did they yeah. succeed? I I don't know, but um, I know that the proponents of Jediism also tried to do the same thing, but with the the robes, like the hoods. You know, like the the Jedi robes, how they have that hood. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know why anybody would promote that because the Jedi's are are kind of dicks. But that's they really by- are. Oh. <laughs> Touched by his noodly appendage. Yeah, that, I, that's what I feel like whenever I see the Jedi on screen. And I'm like, these guys definitely raped a couple kids. Like, Jedi Epstein. Jedi Epstein, yeah. Dude, is there a Jedi named Epstein? That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know, but if there was, he definitely would have killed himself. <laughs> oh my god. I love that. Dude, that should have been the plot to episode 9. Epstein was behind everything. Well, that's the podcast, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, there you go. <laughs> wow, thanks, that was great. Thank, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back again next Wednesday. That was great. I mean, we, look, we had an insightful conversation, um, so it wasn't too terrible. <laughs> we, we did well, but before um, before we actually like come to a close, because we are at an hour and thirty right now. Yeah. Um, before we do come to a close, I just wanted to ask Matt. You know, do you have anything you'd like to, you know, plug anything you want to talk about? Anything that's going on in your life that you'd want to let everybody know about hey man right now i'm just getting used to like being at home life after college it's a uh, kind of weird but yeah eventually growing up but you know it will, it will all go well fair enough laz this, you this is your first episode what about you um hold on i actually had something oh go ahead for this. sorry about that uh <clears throat> no don't worry um i would like to to end the podcast with a with, with with a quote by Matt Berg actually, and it's um, "Touch elbows, the world's different now." Oh shit, dude! You just quoted Matt. He's getting a Wikipedia yeah. article now. Yeah, he's good. That's gonna get that's gonna get on his wiki quote. Uh, and then uh, the other quote that I have here is, "I'm gonna kick your fucking teeth in if you don't stop dancing to bachata in the street." 
What the? That's perfect, dude. Cut the so floor. I was going through my notes on uh, on iCloud. You know, Chase, I've never let you plug anything. So how about you go ahead and plug something? Yo, do you know how hard it is to see birds? Hey, Laz, it's my turn to uh, plug something. So I'm going to plug something. Um, We're going to plug uh, uh, hairbrushes, pink ones. Okay. Those are pretty cool. Um, we're going to plug uh, Samsung. Samsung's pretty cool. Uh, I'm just looking at things that are around me right now. I just wanted to take up the uh, the media space. Good job. Someone else can talk now. <laughs> All right, Laz, anything you want to plug? Um, no, not really, to be okay. honest. This is the only thing I could plug. Fair enough. All right, well, listen, guys, we had a great convo. Oh, I want to plug one more thing. Okay. <laughs> plug. Why don't you plug this dick in your mouth? No. <laughs> Thank you. I want to plug this podcast. Um, if you're not listening to this podcast right now, but you're hearing this, then listen to this podcast. Figure that one out. Thanks. Fantastic job. You are the Don Draper of marketing. Anyhow. Um, yeah, it's been fun, guys. Seriously, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the podcast. I enjoyed our little conversation today. Hope, hopefully we'll have everybody back on soon. Uh, Matt, I'm definitely open to having you back on at any point. So, you know. Um, it was lovely meeting you, Matt, future teacher of children. Hey, thank you. It was good meeting you guys. I really enjoyed enjoyed my time on this podcast. I'm glad, Thanks man. Thanks for coming on, Berg. Definitely talk to you. Well, we'll definitely hopefully have you on again soon. Um, anyhow, yeah, I mean, guys, go ahead, Les, before we wrap up. Well, no, I figured we'll probably just end up talking afterwards as well, like after we stop going. Yeah, on. but I gotta, you know, I gotta give the illusion that this is the very end of everything because people like closure, yeah. you know. <laughs> oh man, somebody tell it to my ex. All right, this is where it's ending. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god! So, uh, I'm gonna get a fucking a hate a hate letter from his ex. But um, no, man, she can't write. So Go ahead, end the episode, Joseph. <laughs> 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 the longer you do this, the longer I keep cutting in. Just keep go- oh my. You just gotta, All right, you just you've, you've been watching the 54 podcast. Can it's I do a- another plug? Shut the fuck up. Shut the- <laughs> Stop. You've watched the 54 podcast. It's been fun. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>